0: You're listening to the official Scottish Rugby podcast with Caroline Blair, Chris Patterson, Rachel Malcolm. And today we're delighted to be joined by Rachel, your fellow Scotland women's team member, Evie Willis. Evie, delighted to have you here. We're looking ahead now to the TikTok Women's Six Nations. I can't believe it's here actually Mm. already. I
1: I can. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it just seems seems a long time because there's been so much in New Zealand and so much build up and so much. Around the World Cup, it seems a long time since last year's TikTok mm-hmm. Women's Six Nations. But um, yes, it's almost upon us. But maybe you look at you look at Rachel as if you should you to see it what she's going so nice to say. But
2: just be back in camp again. I know.
1: But you know what I mean. It seems like a long long time since 100%. Six Nations.
3: Then. Yeah, I think as well. Like we've had this is like in the build up to the World Cup, we were obviously like in and out of camp yeah. constantly. We were literally living in each other's shoes yeah, for about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. So we've now had like a big block apart. It's horrible. It was, well, it was nice where we <laughs> But then we came back together yesterday for the first time since the World Cup. So like after however many mm-hmm. ones. And it was carnage to it's be like fair to start yeah, It was, it was like the first day of school. Yeah, it was like the first day of school. But no, there's like big excitement, isn't there? And
2: oh, 100%. I think we can really show, like on the back of the World Cup, what we can show in the Six Nations. Especially with the like exciting year we've got with the WXV and yeah. stuff, it's really, really exciting.
0: Did that s- experience surprise you a bit as well, in terms of how much you were able to push yourself in New Zealand, for example, and how much you were able to s- front up to that challenge and to just embrace it, I mean, after 12 year, mm. 12 years without being in the competition?
3: Yeah, no, like I think, it. I think the fact we left frustrated mm-hmm. shows like, we are ready to be on that stage mm-hmm. Um, you know I think we easily could have gone and just been there for the ride and, and enjoyed the experience because like you say it took so long for us to get there but we came so close to to, to getting through to, to the knockout rounds and that was ultimately our goal Um, you know we left really hungry we left knowing that we could have we could have um, and we were we were so close Um it didn't necessarily surprise us I think we knew that that's where we were about so I think it probably surprised some other people but I think this Six Nations, we will have a slightly different attitude, I think, as is, is the, the kind of feel around camp, around what we're actually able to achieve if we, we play to our potential. um, And we've obviously got some like new additions within the management team and stuff like that, which just adds another layer of excitement.
0: And, and the kind professionalism of, as well, that the contracts, yeah. surely that. They, they came into effect in, what, December? Yeah. L- mm-hmm. At the end of last year, December 2022. Yeah. Very much in the thick of that. You've both got professional contracts. What difference is that making around the squad too?
3: You go first.
2: Okay, <laughs> uh, so I'm currently just finishing my nursing degree. I'm in the last five six weeks of placement. So initially hasn't made a lot of change for me, but once I qualify, like that will be like that's a dream job for me. Being a professional rugby player, I'll be able to concentrate on that. And I think having that full time training, gym, even nutrition and recovery, just makes such a difference. And you can see it on the pitch as well. Uh, you can but knowing that's that. there
1: at the end of your. Mm-hmm. It's a great feeling. It's, <laughs> it's a great feeling to have. <laughs> it's yeah. Bit, yeah. yeah,
2: it is really good. It's been a hard, a hard three years, but it's very exciting to have this and call it my job.
1: And you were nursing all the way through yes, studying and so nursing and being involved in placements all the way through the last two or three seasons.
2: Yeah, so started in twenty nineteen, nursed all the way through COVID, mm. um, some peaks and some troughs, but. <laughs> Well, here we are at the end, <laughs> finally sprint.
0: And you've got this amazing smile on your face. You can really see yeah. the
2: finish line now. No, I love it. I love nursing. It's it's an absolute vocation, but I definitely think
0: I would love to be a professional movie
3: player as my dream job. And now's your time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We're very excited for her to, to finish and stop leaving us <laughs> for games. But... We'll let her off because she's She's saving lives. She
1: sets attitude in the camp as well. Well,
3: she is definitely one of our energy drivers, (laughs) that's for sure. Um, So no, um, Evie's... Evie's Energy drivers. (laughs) (laughs) We're so
0: not glossing over that. (laughs) 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 Uh,
3: No, Evie's great to have around camp and um, I think, you know, we'll have a big part to play in, in this season's games and stuff. So it's exciting for, I think, someone like you to get the opportunity to to make the most of that in terms of, of being full-time, but like for us older lot, like, like Evie touched on like the recovery side of things. Mm. I think for me, I didn't realize how big a difference that could make. I've always worked full-time alongside my sport and like this last year, like I, I can't get over like how much more you can get out of yourself mm. in the week. And I think like mine's not necessarily the training, um, But it's the recovery um, and also like extra analysis and having time to have conversations Mm -hmm. with coaches and stuff because before you were essentially just turning up training, getting as much of your weights done as you could and getting out onto pitch to train. And like, whereas now you can actually have the time to have meetings, kind of get into the nitty gritty of your personal game to get the most out of yourself and help yourself kind of recover effectively, eat properly. All these things. There's no excuses now, which I've seen a massive difference.
1: Do you think you, going back to kind of what you said about the end point of the World Cup, and then bearing in mind the professional contract since then, and the work that's been done, and the I suppose the time that allows you to do the extra work as well, does that change the level of expectation going into the championship, or does it, or or is it how quickly are you, do you reach the kind of the start point, which was the end point of the World Cup? Obviously, you've you've been apart for a few months. But you'll get to that point where you finish pretty quickly, I assume, and then kick on from there because you've spent more time together.
3: Yeah, I would say, like, I don't know about what you would say, but I think, like, the session we had this morning, as a first session back together after however many months, like, Mm. was better better in terms of, like, skill level and just all the little bits. And I think that just shows, like, The fruits of Mm -hmm. actually all of us being most of us being down south obviously in in more or less professional environments and a lot of the girls playing in in the thistles and who are based up here like everyone's had lots of exposure to Mm -hmm. rugby whereas quite often we're coming into camp off the back of some people not playing for a while and i think like that support that we've had now to go off on our different journeys wherever Mm -hmm. that is in the uk and or abroad for some people and like that's allowed us to come in and start at a better point, a and higher th- point, yeah. yeah. And I think
0: I also think is and I th- exactly.
3: and I, but I do feel like we as a squad aren't happy with yep. what we've achieved in the last year. Like although yeah, like we we achieved the ultimate goal of getting to the World Cup, but but we know that we could have achieved a huge amount mm. more. And I think. Our expectations and our standards are that bit higher because of that. So, mm-hmm. although the contracts are there and like yes, there might be some external pressures in terms of people saying there should be we should be better straight away, but we, yeah. as a squad, I think are setting our
2: standards higher. Yeah, hunger drives a yeah. lot. You've-
0: you've got I mean Wales second so obviously you've got England up first on 25th of March but you've got Wales thereafter now Wales is a real marker you know what I mean Wales is such (laughs) a marker for Scotland women there's that there's like history there there (laughs) is a little bit of history there yeah so so talk us right and that that one's at the damn health it's a home game yeah what a game that's going to be
3: yeah like Wales and us have had some of the best battles I think that mm-hmm. that we've probably had as a squad in the last couple of years. Most of the time there's one or two points in it and I think, you know, we probably play quite differently. Um, so it is always quite an interesting match up in terms of, of that, um, you know, they've got a really big physical pack and, and we're probably the opposite of that in some respects, but we kind of are hopefully going to look to play a little bit differently this season and, and play into that strength a little bit more, uh, which is exciting for us. Um, but no, it's, it's, we can't wait to get back to the damn health, to be fair. I think, you know, the three home matches we've got here are games that, you know, we want to go out and we want to perform for ourselves, you know, but ultimately for, for our country and, and for the fans. So to get back here... Um, and we will. And what is it about one's time? Yeah, we are extremely excited.
0: But Evie, you'll be missing out on. The I will first two, aren't you? So you'll miss England and you'll
2: miss. Miss Wales. W- England and miss Wales, which I'm so sad about. I think, we, like Rachel touched on, there will be such a good game to play. I think Wales brings out the best and sometimes the worst of our team as well. <laughs> <laughs> um
3: but Sarah Bonner water does not respond well to play. Yeah, Wales.
2: there's some. True.
3: Not in a rugby sense. <laughs> um,
2: but I think it'll be really good, and especially having those. Three whole games, like Rachel touched on as well, it's amazing, so good. Like, we play for family, fans, and for ourselves and each other as well. So I think that'll just give us that extra boost and extra little drive.
1: There'll be a lot of familiarity as well. You're right, I mean, of all the games I can think of, most of them come down to the last second. a one yeah. point, okay. <laughs> that penalty. There's yeah. a few, I mean, there's a few. And I've seen that penalty played on oh, yeah, social media. It was literally know. gets released time back and time again. See, the law has won it. Cumbernauld yeah. was last minute, and that'd be mm-hmm. what eight, nine years, however long ago. I think I was ball girl for that.
2: that. Really? Wow! There was definitely a Wales game—the first time you guys had won against that was, Wales. That,
1: that was, so was well it. Yeah.
2: Cumbernauld. That me and Edie That's a Gallagher. Good story. Oh, really? and we're ball girls. Actually, <laughs> actually that I've got Have you
1: told of them it. that? Have you told anybody that played? Yeah,
2: because um, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we it let them know that they're really old and we're really young. It was, it
2: was it was very wet outside and we me and Evie were trying to dry these oh. balls really quickly for Lana to throw in a line out and I was like, oh my gosh. Was Lana's she mean gone. to you? She was like, here's the ball. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> i will like,
1: hey, we'll do. Oh, so anyway, that's throwing us off. But the, the games against Wales, uh, uh, they have been so close. There's been so much in them. Is there a turnover? There's not really a huge turnover in our squad in terms of post-World Cup but in the, the, the squads the teams you'll face... Is there a turnover in personnel that you know of, or will it be more of the same?
3: It's. Do you know what? There's not massively. I think mm. France have had quite a few key players um, yeah. that have retired, but um, Nine, England ten. are yeah. England are largely unchanged, mm. um, and Wales I think are similar, mm-hmm. um, and. Ireland, I think, are similar mm-hmm. also. So, it's yeah, so I think... Yeah. That, yeah. Ma-
0: that makes it quite exciting, though, because usually that, that is what happens. There's, yeah. There is a there, there is a real turnover and there's a drop-off after a, a, a Rugby <laughs> World Cup. So, actually, what an exciting time for the women's game, the fact that you're, you're continuing that and I think, story.
3: I think last year's Women's Six Nations was up there with, like, probably the most competitive mm-hmm. and best rugby that you've seen within one. And this year, almost, well, I think all of the the teams have some form of professionalization within their game so i think the opportunity that presents just in terms of the standard of the competition um and like the spectacle that we'll put on is really exciting so i just really hope that like the the buy in from from the fans matches it because i do really think it's going to be an unbelievable competition and I think like the teams within it, the individuals within it and the stories within it are just incredible. So like, I think, yeah, I think it's a a massive opportunity to grow the game.
0: And we love the odd years here, you know, for Scottish rugby, you love the odd years because it means that we get the three home ties. So in the the TikTok Women's Six Nations, which is also fantastic. So the home games, you know, you've got Wales first up, then it's Italy and then it's Ireland. Mm -hmm. So inverted from how the men's side finishes too. Is there a game that you particularly look forward to? I feel like we've kind of covered that. I think we I'm Wales not gonna
2: is. lie. I'm gonna be rogue. I've got <laughs> oh, I've got a, funny one
0: well. I a funny one too. I
2: enjoy one. Italy. Yeah, yeah. I just think that. It's a proper open fast
1: game, though, isn't it? the way they? Yeah, play. and I
2: think that they do come out with yeah. a lot, and I and I quite in, I quite enjoy that. <laughs> I love this look okay. of mischief in your. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: like how you're
1: looking at <laughs> She's Rachel. Looking
3: at, like, like, I'm like, at Rachel. Right? I'm like, I am like, Please back me up, Rachel. So Italy is probably my least, least favorite game in the Six nations um, why we've traditionally not it's so loose yeah it's we've well, out, well we've it? traditionally just not done very well against them mm. um well, apart until from this one year, year and part, until this year of course <laughs> but I think yeah n- not I don't know, I think, like, my the way I, like, I quite like the more physical battles, mm. personally, like, in terms of, like, my favourite game's always Ireland, mm. and mm. always, like, super attritional, like, it's a proper test match, in my, the way I consider it a test match, <laughs> not how you do, Motty. <laughs> Running <laughs> like, runnin', runnin yeah. away it. So, like, <laughs> I, I've i always loved that battle, and again, they've always been really close in the last mm. couple of years, whereas, like, you say, it's, like, that's probably slightly more of, like, a backs game, in, in terms yeah. of, like, that's probably where it's won, um... <laughs> like a lot of backfield play <laughs> yeah, probably wears saying, one. I, I mean so <laughs> <laughs> the reason we've not done that well that's not
2: at all but like yeah, very you know, very I, loose very unpredictable yeah. like a very fast game I th- definitely think that's what we're yeah. trying to
3: buy into as well but I also think like the biggest strength that we took as a squad from the World Cup was our defence mm-hmm. and I think playing a team like Italy that's going to mm-hmm. test your defence to the absolute max Absolutely. so I think in terms of us seeing where we're at I think it's a brilliant opportunity for that
1: You mentioned changes in the coaching structure as well. Martin Hagg comes in, a really experienced coach. You've only had a couple of sessions with him, but Rach, up front, what's? Uh, is there many changes or is there? Well, because he's got a huge amount of coaching experience, professional yeah. coaching experience in the men's game and the women's game. So, does he bring so far like new things or is it?
3: So we've only had um, two, session, two a sessions, of sessions right. so far. I'll ask but, you that again which, later. Then, and I at, at the minute he's kind of trying to, I guess, see what we're about yeah. and and vice versa. And but like you say, like he brings a huge amount of yeah. experience, and I think you know his kind of ethos is around just kind of trying to make the little details better mm. and and just looking at some of the smaller parts of the line out to to break it down a little bit further. But he'll definitely bring in. Mm. Um, some some new stuff which is really exciting I think you know we were really fortunate to have Ross Miller um, through the World Cup who who got our set piece in a really good place and yeah. um, you know he was he was an excellent coach in person and, and we loved having him as a part of the squad um, which meant that Martin hopefully has quite a good basis mm-hmm. to work from and, mm-hmm. and push us on again but I think he'll definitely challenge us um, like we saw that already today with, with him in, in training which is exciting you know mm-hmm. we're a squad who all just want to be the best that we mm-hmm. can be and, and as a collective as a pack we were desperate to go and and get our team on the front foot so and um, no I'm excited to have him in. Nice.
0: Rachel you and I have done a bit of work in terms of hospitality with uh, during the, the Scotland men's and the Guinness Six Nations and what I found really interesting is whenever we've been in the room and hopefully this won't need to be a conversation in the future for much longer but the reaction to the, the, from the audience to hearing you talking about the women's game it was really interesting like you could the room stopped and everybody wants to hear about it. Are you feeling, both of you, are you feeling that momentum too? Uh, we also spoke last season, I think it was last season, when during the summer, you know, we had we had Sarah and we had Emma up at, um, where were we again? Oh, yeah, up, that's, up right. yeah, up yeah Aberdeen, that's right. Yeah, up in Aberdeen, that's right. And and literally, they. I mean, they just, all the fans, they were just ignoring the guys and ran straight over to the women's team. Are you feeling that momentum?
3: Yeah, definitely. I think, like you say, like in those environments where... Kind of, people mentioned that we play for the women's team and people are much more interested than they ever were before. You know, used to be people would talk over us when we when we spoke, whereas now people do seem genuinely interested. I think it's the next step is about how we actually attract those people to come to our games. Mm. Um, and I think you know we've shown now that we're at a point where we can compete with with everyone in this tournament in particular. And I think we just we just need people to come and support us and, and and get behind us as a squad you know we absolutely love our match day experience at the dam Health. you know the the interaction we we've had with the fans over the last couple of games we've had there has been incredible like we absolutely feel the the love from all of them but um we'd love to have a little bit more um, of our, our thistle family behind us um, this year as well just to give us that extra push because it's it really has over the last season in terms of what you say, like it's it's absolutely grown in, in terms of the fan base and all of that and it's it's a massive motivator for us, um, for sure.
0: And we saw that in New Zealand in the Rugby World Cup as well, because you know, Eden Park wasn't originally part of the plan for the final. Mm. And look at what happens. You, the game is really exciting and it's fantastic to watch. Looking back, are you appreciating the moment, Evie now, the time that you're playing your rugby in? It's really lovely that you said about the timing with your degree coming to an end now your contracts kicked in so you've got that excitement ahead of you but are you actually able to absorb the role that you're both playing at this time in women's rugby
2: um I came into the squad at a very exciting time like this is a perfect time to be a woman in sport especially in rugby I would be lying if I said I fully I'm aware of how lucky I am Um, I don't think I've fully absorbed it yet I think it'll be maybe almost post career where I'm like wow that was amazing and who knows what that's going to be like in when my rugby ends but yeah very very exciting and I probably won't fully appreciate it till I don't have it anymore and realise how lucky I was at all these like little increments in time like this world cup like this six six nations and when I'll change again next year and be more high profile like it's very
1: exciting. You strike me as you're quite excited about it though (laughs) even though (laughs) you think you're maybe like almost hinting there that you it might almost let it pass you by because and I can understand that I was the same when I played because your focus is in preparing and performing as best you can, you can't allow yourself to be a you fan you can't game, just go, allow yeah,
2: game by game.
1: and by doing that you, are, you sometimes miss the bigger pictures of how lucky you are but you, you sound as if you're going to try and enjoy it while you're in it.
2: Oh I just love rugby <laughs> so why wouldn't I, why wouldn't yeah. I love it I think never an opportunity that this could be my full time job and now this mm. has been offered I'm just like absolutely Why would I not? why would I not take it
0: do you enjoy watching rugby?
2: I definitely think that's come more recently. Um, I would say that I'm understanding the game more than I ever have before. So watching these girls play down south, watching the men play, especially, I love the French French mm-hmm. rugby as well. So watching that as well, uh, that's been a, a recent part of my life, but I'm
0: loving it. Just it's amazing because it. not everybody, not everybody who plays rugby. So I know a lot of them. a lot of rugby mm-hmm. players yeah. and a lot of athletes who don't watch mm-hmm. the sport that they're a professional in.
1: Did you grow up playing at EV? Yeah, I started playing around I was Sterling?
0: about eight years old. Yeah, Aye. at Sterling. My dad's a
2: big rugby guy. Mm-hmm. He loves it. So we're <laughs> always keep down Does he right or is he? He keeps me <laughs> right. He's basically basically the second ref. <laughs> um.
1: So you grew up playing and, and, mm-hmm. and did you stay in it or did he you- move out and then move back into the game
2: so i played hockey a lot like rachel yeah. and obviously not to the same level as rachel but i um, played hockey all through school <laughs>
3: yeah, well played, I'm pretty sure you're
2: pretty similar um, played <laughs> hockey all through school <laughs> uh, and then at that point i was playing maybe under 16s at sterling county yeah. and there was not even under 16s team i was too young to play mm-hmm. under 18s and i thought hockey's giving me games week in week out i'm just going to play hockey and school girl hockey for me mm-hmm. was really really serious um so I took a year out and then the whole Futures programme started. Mm-hmm. I got offered back there and I was like, do you know what, I actually quite like rugby. I was playing hockey to make me fitter for rugby yeah. <laughs> and it worked, to be fair, good work.
0: Did you ever think about doing that? saying playing hockey too? I love indoor <laughs> hockey. It's S&C <laughs> I work. Did, I love indoor, did, I did, I loved indoor oh, hockey. It's very so, fast. Oh no, very I fast. mean that's
1: what I loved about it. Yeah, yeah not for me. Is it's it's a, I, speaking of a couple of can international hockey players, yeah. yeah. I, I feel as if I've disappointed them by saying I liked indoor <laughs> hockey. No,
3: I just wasn't fast enough. Absolutely oh. not fast enough or skillful enough. I
2: Yeah, it was a, definitely a massive step up yeah. um, to go any further. Like regional was, regional was a lot.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but not very fun. Hockey put, put me in a great stead for rugby Mm -hmm. and lots of, lots of running and hockey.
3: I think like that's what's so special about women's rugby though, is there's so many people that have come to it through quite untraditional channels. Um, And I think some of the best players in the women's game have come through it from other sports. And I think like it does put you in good stead in, in other areas of the game. Like with hockey, for example, we spend whole game pretty much lunging or squatting Mm -hmm. which when you transfer that to rugby is super helpful so like i think like a lot of aspects particularly like tackling for example for me like that transition was super quick Mm -hmm. and the handling aspect of the game took slightly longer and is still a work of progress the spatial awareness awareness,
1: we see that in in football players who play Mm -hmm. rugby the skill set's not there, but the, the understanding's sometimes better than those who've played a lot of rugby and focused solely on the, the technical skill. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, you, to find the space, to sense the space, it's... it's uh,
2: They're just athletes yeah. at the end of the day. Ath- being an athlete is a transferable skill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think even just having that work rate as well, mm-hmm. that exactly. mindset, mm-hmm. the athlete mindset does take you quite far.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited about this TikTok Women's Six Nations. <laughs> I get too. really excited before a tournament. I'm like a Labrador, and I always, yeah. say, I always say, "Must say, oh, this game, am I in up?" And I'm actually, I'm with you, Evie. I'm really excited about Italy. Uh, I'm very, very excited about that game. Looking ahead,
3: they've uh, actually had a few, a um, few of their experienced players retire mm-hmm. now. I think oh, about I think. it, so
0: so there's a bit of turnover there. A wee there bit as of turnover there, it.
1: yeah. So, so
3: they're like, a bit yeah. Sharp in the back. Left wing, the captain, yeah, the Captain's retired, as has their nine and their hooker. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, three of their most team. kind that's of yeah decision makers. Exactly. So we'll see. Pile the pressure on I
0: <laughs>
2: Need <laughs> we say more. <laughs>
0: Speaking <laughs> about piling the pressure on, I'm hoping that you ladies might be able to help me with this. I feel that with it being the TikTok Women's Six Nations that I feel like Mossy needs a TikTok challenge. <laughs> <gasps>
2: I would Evie's your gal that. for that. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair.
1: Who was it that was involved? Was it was it Rona Rona the Wales? No, but there was somebody secretly filmed somebody else doing a TikTok. I think it was you. Oh no, I I videoed you from camp That's what one it time. Was, I Do remember?
3: remember? <laughs> um <laughs> when we were at yeah. Norton House EP space and you, moment, you, you so and Shona too. were outside my room for hours oh Do you, you do remember i so and I was just like literally had them on my Instagram <laughs> story you gotta
0: you got get your name out there <laughs> <laughs> you got to it. You guys, yeah. you're so good on social media honestly yeah. Scotland women I think are the <laughs> well, best of media our younger clan <laughs> uh, we just love an Insta we love a TikTok yeah. oh you have to get a plan ahead for this campaign anyway that's one yeah. thing for sure and you have yeah, Mossy <laughs> yeah. Mossy's got all the colors has drained from Lossie's yeah. face. Like panic. <laughs> well, ladies, thank you so, so much for joining us. Uh, it's always such a pleasure speaking to you both. I'm so excited about this Thank one. you so much for having Yeah, yeah thank you very good. much for having us. Go well, and very best of luck for you as well for the thank end you so of your uh, you. your degree. That's a huge achievement too. So, Rachel Malcolm, Evie Willis, Chris Patterson, Caroline Blair, that's it on the official Scottish Rugby podcast for this week. <laughs>